how about that NBA draft? My goodness, wasn't that a thing of beauty to watch? Two draft picks in the 2022 NBA draft for your Auburn men's basketball program. And not just two picks. We saw that last year. Two picks in the first round. And one of those is a top five, really top three pick. There's some opinions that we can have about where certain players did or did not go. We'll get into those tonight. But what I don't want to be lost about our discussions here about the NBA draft are the celebration that we should have about Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith and what it means for Auburn men's basketball. And that's what we're discussing here on Ever to Podcast, which is our audio and video mini-series where we talk about what's most prevalent on the minds of the Auburn family at this particular moment. Here at the A2C Network, we tend to be Auburn sports-heavy, but if it's orange and blue, it is what we do. Thank you for tuning in. Whether you're listening on the podcast or you're watching here on YouTube, please do subscribe on either format, but also both so you don't miss any content that we have on each of those different platforms out there. If you missed our live stream reaction on YouTube, uh, for you all, our listeners and viewers, to share your thoughts, I'm sorry. Well, next time, you'll just have to be subscribed on YouTube so you know when those go live so you can share your thoughts and opinions. Got a lot of good reactions, and I think very fair reactions, more celebration than lamentation about one specifically, Jabari Smith. We'll touch on that in just a little bit about what maybe is sticking in our craw a little bit about Jabari Smith. We get to be mad for him because we're the fans. He's got to be professional now because he is a professional. He always was, but he's officially a professional now. Historic night for Auburn basketball and Coach Bruce Pearl. Let me start off with this and uh, kind of talk through it this way. The history of what's been taking place since Bruce Pearl got here. Nevertheless, the you know, doldrums, the, you know, monstrosity of a program that it was left in before he got here and having no NBA draft prospects likely in the first few years that he was here. And then one Chuma Okiki gets drafted in the first round, followed up with another first round draft pick the next year in Isaac Okoro as the number five overall pick, followed up the next year with two picks in the second round, Sharif Cooper and JT Thor. And you follow it up this year with two picks in the first round, one of them is the top three pick overall. He probably should have been the number one pick. I, I, I'm trying to hold it in because I really want to talk about that aspect, of it, but I want to live by what I preach. Let's, let's celebrate the things that we need to celebrate first. That is a cool amount of history for Auburn men's basketball and what it means for the program in terms of the NBA draft. What is now... A very easy selling point for Coach Bruce Pearl to use because you already had it established you could get people to the NBA. You already had established that you could get multiple people into the NBA. You had it established that you can consistently get them into the NBA. You now have a recurrence of getting people into the first round and a recurrence of getting people into the top five picks. What more do you need to know about being an Auburn basketball player? That's it. This is the time. Seize it if you are a prospect out there. Don't waste this opportunity and don't miss on being one of the more incredible experiences that you can have as a college athlete and being part of the Auburn family. I'm sorry. Look, I know I got on my soapbox there. That's just me and how excited I am about 
uh, tonight and how incredible it was. Uh, let's talk about Jabari Smith, number three overall to the Houston Rockets. When the projections started coming out legitimately, you know, there's always discussions in season. Everybody had Jabari going to, you know, one of the three spots because the names that were circulating around, around everybody were Pablo Bancaro, Chet Holmgren, and Jabari Smith. And depending on the time of the year, depending on, you know, who was talking, you would hear things change. Jabari's the best. Pablo's the best. Chet's the best. This other guy's the best every once in a while. But that's the three that it mainly circulated around, and especially when it started coming out with these, you know, uh, pre-draft predictions and stuff like that. Leading up to today, the draft, when I'm recording this, the notion was that Jabari Smith was going to be number one overall to the Orlando Magic, exciting Auburn fans to the point of just not being able to contain themselves because of the reality that could have be happening that Chumo Kiki and Jabari Smith would be together and we'd all be spending a lot of time in Orlando. <laughs> Alas, that, that did not come to be. A Oklahoma City Thunder uh, passed over him and Jabari Smith was picked up by the Houston Rockets and what I think is now personally, the steal of the draft. I don't think the Houston Rockets thought they were going to have a shot at Jabari Smith. Cool factor of this is that Jabari Smith will now be reunited with, well, I shouldn't say reunited. That's not a fair statement because he never came to Auburn. Jalen Green, a lot of you will remember the sweepstakes for Jalen Green. We were all sitting there on Jalen Green watch. He ultimately decided to go to the G League and that obviously was the right choice for him now. He did not end up at Auburn, but has since admitted on camera that it was between the G League and Auburn. Nobody else. He was really wanting to come to Auburn, but it was the smart business choice for him to go to the G League. So if you want to vicariously claim that as an Auburn fan, as an Auburn team, you got Jalen Green there reuniting. It looks like a good situation for uh, Jabari Smith, to be honest with you. The more I look at it, the more I hear people talk about it. Uh, a young team that seems to be on the rise that kind of maybe needs one extra superstar there, a bigger, you know, stretch forward type of four guy that Jabari is. It seems like he's going to fit in there very nicely. Would have been also nice if uh, Walker Kessler had hung around a little bit more so the Houston Rockets could pick up that center they needed. But I digress. You see, this is what this is all about. We just love our Auburn Tigers, and we want to make it easier on ourselves to, uh, you know, be able to follow them, visit them, see them post their time at Auburn because we just love our guys so much because they're part of the Auburn family. All right, Walker Kessler. To me, when you watched the NBA draft uh, tonight, everybody kind of had that number 20 pick in their minds. Not that he was specifically going to go there, but that was the mark. And you literally heard the commentators talk about it at that point, right? 20 spot, that, that, that 20th pick, this is where you started to hear it come up. Immediately at the 20th pick, the best available at the center spot was Walker Kessler. What is amazing to me is that when you follow his story in the postseason leading up to this point, you know, there was a time where he was on the rise and then he had kind of fallen a little bit in some people's minds in pre-draft predictions, mock drafts. And so there was even a notion at one point from what I was following that he might fall into the second round. But you, I think you see what really happened here is whatever went wrong or not as well as people had hoped and what they saw of him, people are seeing the intangibles here, what you can do as a great defender and score. Walker Kessler finds his home with the Minnesota Timberwolves via the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, I'm going to 
lament a little bit here early. I have more lamenting coming early or later on in the show here. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, I used to have an affinity for, for some reason, I guess, because they were the closest team other than the Hawks uh, to my vicinity. And it's kind of cool. It's a bear mascot. You don't got too many of those out. Well, I guess there's the Chicago Bears. I digress. Um, I, I thought it would have been cool to see Walker Kessler end up at the Memphis Grizzlies close-ish to you know Auburn territory. Uh, but he's going to go way up there into the great white north of Minnesota and be part of the Minnesota Timberwolves, immediately evoking thoughts of a Kevin Garnett, of a Kevin Love, to bad Walker Kessler. Name is not Kevin Kessler. <laughs> a lot of alliteration there. Uh, but he will be up there as part of that team. I don't know enough, honestly, about the NBA in general, about Minnesota Timberwolves, about where he fits into all of this with them. Um, my expectation would be when you're picked a little bit later even in the first round you might have a chance to be a starter but he's probably going to be a a good well used debt peep at this point I could completely be off basis there uh, but I do know this that Walker Kessler is a talent that if not utilized you will regret his blocking ability his defensive ability coupled with his ability to score both these guys Jabari and Walker Kessler I think are going to be the, how well-rounded they are as players. I think is what's going to be the story when it's all said and done for these two guys in the NBA as long as they can stay healthy. So that is the general story of how everything went down and where everybody ended up. Jabari ends up in the top three, as expected, to some degree. Walker ends up right in the early 20s where a lot of people initially and finally expected him to be so. And it's a humongous win for Coach Pearl and for the Auburn Tigers and for us as fans. And we just get, I mean, how many years did we go just letting this NBA draft pass us by and just not even care about it? Because we're never going to get mentioned. Nobody's ever going to get picked up. And here we are. Four years in a row. Multiple picks. It's incredible. So I don't want the celebration to be lost. Now, this is the moment. (laughs) I need to talk about what just happened in the NBA draft. I sound like Stephen A. Smith with that cadence. Orlando Magic, what are you doing? Why do you pass up on a guy like Jabari Smith? Moreover, why do you pass up on the opportunity to increase tenfold more your following your fandom do you not understand what happens when auburn fans latch on to a team that brings their players in especially just one of them two of them multiple of them can you imagine what that would do for your program like we call it program your organization i'm getting a headache right now just thinking about it what are you doing Look, I know Pablo Bancaro is a great player. I watched him. And, you know, I'm not going to say this is the only reason that that decision was made. It is kind of hard to separate sometimes the way that Jabari's season ended and the way Pablo's ended. He made it to the Final Four. (coughs) But he's a great player. That's not what I'm saying here. What is interesting to me is unless it was done just for cannon fodder, what happened with things transpiring today that made him not the number one pick choice and it getting flip-flopped? 
Jabari thought he was the guy. You could tell it in his face. The disappointment that was there momentarily and now has been switched to a humongous chip on, the sh on his shoulder. Orlando Magic. Chuma. Let me say this for you. We're sorry in advance for what your Auburn Tiger fellow brethren does to you when he gets the opportunity to. This man ain't going to let this go by. Y'all messed up. Y'all messed up big. And we still got to cheer for you because we got to cheer for Chumo Kiki, but we upset. We just a little bit upset. Uh, the only way that I can really um, explain what happened with that is the fact that they made this weird decision all of a sudden to make a switch to Pablo. Don't know why. Don't have any insight on that. And then you would expect maybe, okay, Jabari's still on the table. Why is the OKC Thunder not taking them? I think in the moment, for me personally, and I think for a lot of Auburn fans now sitting back, we should be less mad at OKC. I don't think anybody was anticipating Jabari Smith not going number one in reality. There was always a chance. I think everybody was expecting that. I think OKC had settled on who they wanted, Chet Holmgren, a center. He had a guard, stretch four, in the center. And they kind of said, you know, this is where we feel like nobody's going to, they're not going to take him number one, we're going to take him number two. And even though you have an opportunity to take a guy like that with the comparisons to KD, maybe that's why they didn't take him. I don't fault OKC for not taking him, personally. I, I think they were put in an opportunity, opportunity they weren't expecting, and instead of just doing it because it was Jabari, you take the guy you were planning on originally, which opens the door for Houston. Houston, y'all ain't ready for what you're about to see with Jabari Smith. Will it happen right away? Maybe not. But I think he's got a chip on his shoulder the size of the city Orlando, and he's ready to throw it on top of them. Chuma, buddy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here's If you want to do one more silver lining here, uh, Auburn has um, sent all of these guys into the, if I have it right, the Eastern Conference, Lando Magic, uh, Charlotte Hornets, the um, Atlanta Hawks, and I'm blanking on one. Oh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But now you've got some West Coast guys with uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, Houston Rockets with Jabari and Walker Kessler. So that is what I wanted to focus on, the celebration. But I also wanted to express my lamentation about what just happened. Still throwing fits about it over here, and I will continue to throw fits once this camera goes off and the audio goes off of this because I still can't fathom what they were thinking and why they were thinking that. It all makes sense later on, and I'm really kind of just having fun with this. But I hope you guys can sit back and celebrate this momentous occasion for Jabari, for Walker, for Auburn, for Bruce Pearl, for us as the Auburn family. It was absolutely an incredible night, and I had a blast covering it, following along, and now sharing here with you on E2C Network on the Ever to Podcast series. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section or on social media. You can hit me up personally at Kyle Loomis 24 on Twitter if you'd like to share your thoughts with me personally. I'd always love to connect with you guys there. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube, on the podcast, anywhere you get podcasts, but also do both so you don't miss any of the content we put out for you, including on social media. Thank you for following along and listening to my thoughts and following us here at the E2C Network where we cover the whole of the Auburn experience. War Eagle.